What's up, Darkroom Prophecies? It's been a while. <clears throat> um, we're here. We're doing it. We're doing it um, with web webcams live over the internet. I'm here with my man, Jamie. Hey, what's up, man? It's Jamie. good to be back. It is good to be back. So it's great uh, to be back. We got all kinds of topics on deck. We're always making notes. We're always just thinking. Our schedules get kind of crazy, but um, ha, tell me about it. We just gotta start. We just gotta start going. Um, what do you got? What do you got going today, Jamie? Yeah, well, today is finally I get a day off, and um, so I'm just happy to spend it doing something that I actually enjoy doing. You know, because <laughs> uh, that's like what it's all about, living and all that. But yeah, I guess. Um, People are probably wondering, like, why we make these videos. And um, honestly, at least in my, my own head, uh, I always want to talk about things. I always want to, like, have a conversation. I always like conversing. Not conversating. Conversing. Because a lot of people say conversating, but it's actually not a real word. Not a real word. It's conversing. But anyway, that's just some whatever. But, um... I don't know. It's just one of those things where, like, I would notice when I go to people's houses or if I'm just in a group with people, I notice there's not that much conversation. And um, if there is a conversation ever, it's usually not a conversation. Usually what happens, and this isn't bad. It's all part of just uh, socializing and what people do when they're having a good time and stuff like that. But it's just, like, I always wanted to go deeper to to make breakthroughs and stuff like that in conversation. I like learning, obviously, and you learn from everybody. It doesn't matter whether you can learn from five-year-old children. That's the weirdest thing because the, the, just their perspective being fresh and different can actually look, they can make themselves look like geniuses. Like uh, there was this um, situation where there was like a, a car accident and the car was like stuck in a ditch and then all these firemen and policemen showed up to the scene and they were trying to figure out how they're going to pull the car out and they're all like professional adults trying to figure it out and it, they none of them could could figure out what to do and then this like little kid shows up at the scene and i forgot what his exact solution was but he basically just said well why don't you just uh pull the doors off he just he found a solution anyway to the problem and it's not because he was a genius or anything, but it's because he just has a different perspective. But, like, anyway, so it's like every time I meet somebody new, I always want to um, hear what their perspective is on different things because it's just interesting to me. But I noticed that when people get together in groups, what usually happens is that there's not a whole – I don't know. I can't even speak about, like, the whole entire world either. I just noticed that a lot of times – people will make jokes. Like, they'll start talking about something, and then everybody just starts making jokes, like dumb jokes. And then that's kind of how the, the whole entire communication process goes in the group. And I don't know if um, you've ever had that. Like, do you, do you ever notice that? Like, when you, okay, like, like when you go to uh, the bar, or when you go to another friend's house, do you guys have, like, conversations? And it's not a, it's not a slap against, like, your friends or our friends. It's just like, we don't know. They could have just got off work and they're tired. They don't feel like fucking talking about all this deep shit. But like, um, is that your experience? Like, do you notice that there's less and less conversation nowadays than there used to be? 
it could all be in my mind. I'm not even saying that I know all. It's just that it's, it's in my mind. You ever, you ever notice it? Yeah, I guess it, it depends on what you're talking about. You know what I mean? It depends on the topics of conversation. You know what I mean? Like, if you're just talking about movies, current move, like recent releases, you know, sometimes it's a small conversation, sometimes it's a big one. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, I guess I just had this thing where, oh, okay, every time I bring up topics, I guess this is what it, what it was, people will call me a downer. <laughs> Yeah, like sometimes people, why are you being negative? But in my mind, I'm totally in a great mood. And I was just like, I'm not, I was like, I didn't mean for it to come out that way. I was just, I wanted to have a conversation. That's all I, that's all I was trying to do was just start a conversation. So anyway, that's why I have to do it on this. <laughs> With you, like you and I and whoever else eventually comes into the conversation, to the Google Hangouts and stuff. Is that because, um... I guess people don't want, because maybe you'll bring up depressing things in the conversation about their own lives and maybe they don't want to think about it at that point, which is fine because um, you don't want to be, you don't want to drag people down into a depressed mood either. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, people also have their own fears about uh, certain topics and they just don't want to, they don't want to chop it up about certain things, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a lot to do with it too. It's, uh, it just puts them in a bad mood. And it's, if you keep it like on the surface, if you keep everything on the surface, then you stay safe. You stay safe. But that's kind of, um, communication is weird like that too. Like your relationships are like that too. Like some people will not show their emotions. I think guys have that problem more where they don't want to show their emotions because then you're kind of letting someone in. Right. And then I, I think you're becoming more vulnerable. And I think like for guys, for us guys, it's like, you don't want to be vulnerable. You don't want to be vulnerable. So it's like, you don't open up and, and you keep things really on the surface. Like you'll talk about sports and all these things, but you won't go into like your personal stuff or how you really feel about certain things. That's pretty common amongst guys. But, um, yeah, so anyway, back to, I probably went off on a crazy tangent right there, but it's just, uh, what this is for is that I do believe there's a dying breed in the world of conversationalists. There's a dying breed of conversationalists in the world. But maybe not, because now there's a bunch of podcasts, and so maybe it's just that all the people that enjoy conversing have gone into the podcast world and that's where they get it done. And maybe everything is just partitioned and categorized like that now. But anyway, so whatever, that's like what we're doing right here. But um, conversation, it's sort of an art, actually. A lot of people don't really think of it as such. But um, there, is a certain, there is a certain skill that you kind of develop after a while of having a lot of deep conversations. That's the other thing. Um, of course, when you're meeting a stranger, it's, it's weird if you just come off talking about off the deep end. If you just meet someone new and you immediately come off the deep end, that's going to put them off. It's a little bit weird. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel that conversation is becoming a lost art, and this is to keep it alive. And maybe even turn it into uh, a more dignified 
a more dignified hobby of just like people like having conversations. Actually, people already are, are doing this. So I guess this is just where our kind congregate in today's world. It's like on YouTube and response videos and all that shit. So, um, so I just want to put that out there because this is a little short video. We haven't done this in a while. You know, we, we, we took some time off, but so it's like, uh, it's just to let the people know we're still alive and why we're still doing this. It's mostly just for conversation. And um, I heard a saying the other day, and it's like, it was, uh, if you're not the person that changes the world, it's still good enough to be the person that says something to the person that ends up changing the world. So you never know what nuggets of silver, the silver, I don't even know if silver comes in nuggets, but I just didn't want to say gold because you got to um, switch it up. You don't want to always just stay in the box cliche. It's good to like switch up, um, re-innovate, adapt and improvise and adjust as much as possible. So I just say nuggets of silver, whatever. You never know what kind of fucking nuggets of gold is going to come up in conversation, but it might be the key. It might be the key because let's say your brain is focusing on a problem of the week. And in passing, when you're doing your laundry, you're listening to somebody's podcast. They might say something that just clicks. It's not that they have great wisdom or anything. It just, um, like I heard, I was watching, I remember that show Cheers. You know that show Cheers? It's like from the, if you were like born in the 90s, you don't know what this is. There was a show called Cheers on TV and it doesn't really matter. But I remember I heard the guy say once, I forgot the name of the character, the postman, the guy who goes in the mail, he said to the other character, he says, you think too much. And I remember I heard him, uh, just that one line, you think too much. At the time that I heard that, I was like, whoa, this guy's right. And it was like, it was like a synchronicity because he said it at the exact same time where I was pondering in my own head, what is my problem for, for that day? And it was like, sometimes I overthink shit. And at that time, um, him saying that, it just like slipped into my ears and it, and it actually helped me out like to relax. And it, and it um, made me not overthink a lot of things for that day. So I don't know, just things like that. It's good to keep on, keep your ear to the grindstone at all times because it's not actually easy. Life is not really that easy. I mean, it's not supposed to be easy, which brings me to um, another topic, and that is uh, pain and pleasure. Okay, this is an important one, pain and pleasure. Wait, before you, you go into that, before you yeah, go into yeah. that, can I, just, can I say a quick quote? Your, your yeah. quote reminded me of yeah, yeah, actually, of course. Actually, yeah. actually two, two quotes. Your quote is very similar to a famous Tupac quote where he's like, I'm not here. It's something like, I don't know the word for word, but it's something like, I'm not here to change the world, but I guarantee that I'm here to plant the seeds for someone to change the world. Damn. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. That's totally what I mean. It's like, you don't, you don't know how much influence you have on others. You actually don't know, but like you might. So that's why it's good to just put out positivity because it's like pay it forward in a way. Um, Another quote from Michael yeah. Jordan. Michael Jordan's famous quote 
is, you know, he's known for his competitiveness, his determination. Everybody knows that he was like training in the gym all day, all night. He's a gym rat, you know. Mm -hmm. Air Jordan, he could jump crazy, dunk crazy. But he said his greatest skill, his number one skill, was that he's coachable. Like he was <gasps> constantly wanting to learn and get better. Damn, yeah, that that is definitely the hallmark of most successful people in general. It's like once you stop learning, like once you become rigid or closed-minded, you've actually we always talk about dying, but like you started the process of dying. It's like in order to to uh, it's not in order to to stay learning to um, stay in a learning mode you actually got to be sort of flexible and open-minded to new ideas and to, and to change. That's like the biggest thing. It's, um, I heard this quote too from someone and I can't remember, but like, I'm sure dozens of thousands of millions of people have come to this conclusion themselves, but like being able to adapt, being able to cope with change is actually the secret to, to survival. It's not, intelligence it's actually not who's the survival of the fittest and all that well it, it is kind of I mean, well survival of the fittest is adaptability it's like whoever um can adapt is the the fittest basically not in like a physical sense but in a strategic sense whoever and in order to adapt you Adapt, adaptation is the same thing as learning. They're all the they're all the same words for the same thing. If you can learn, you can adapt. If you can learn a new skill, that's the same thing as adapting. If you can teach a new skill, that's even better. Like if you can replicate the the model, that's actually I keep going on these tangents, but like uh, that's the other thing I was thinking about is like passing along different skills is like um, not an easy thing either. Coaching is actually a high, a high level skill where you have to be able to make what you're teaching into a digestible model so that that model can be passed along and spread throughout different people. But that's all in the model. But uh, I like what you said about the Michael Jordan quote. I got another basketball quote. Let's hear it. I don't know who said this, but it's just like a thing in basketball. <clears throat> if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Fucking that's so weird because I've been like saying that too. Um, yeah, there's no there's no middle ground. Mm -hmm. You're either getting better or you're getting worse because of the law of physics. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's like you cannot really maintain. There's no like maintaining equilibrium. Yeah. It's like age. You're either getting you're always getting older. Yeah. You know, you, it's not like you're just staying the same age. It's like you're, you're getting older. And as, so as you get older, you can only get better at something. But if you're staying the same at something, it's the same as getting worse. Yeah. Because it's like, imagine if, uh, imagine if your computer knowledge, the knowledge that you had about computers you were learning and learning and learning and learning, and then in 2001, you stopped learning. You're like, you know, I'm done learning about computers. I'm done using, uh, I mean, I have enough 
knowledge of the programs that I'm using, so I'm not going to learn any new programs. And you're not actually getting worse, but you are. By you staying the same, you actually are getting worse. Because by the time it's like five years into the future and then people are like, okay, use this program and use that program and use this program and you don't know how to use those programs, you're pretty much as good as a dinosaur. Like you're you're considered worse. It's but you, you wouldn't be able to make the argument like, no, but I, I didn't get worse. I didn't get dumber. I'm still using the same stuff that I've been using. You know? Yeah. But that, yeah. But that knowledge that knowledge is obsolete. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's why like um especially when the world is like changing this rapidly, your your biggest your biggest weapon the biggest keys to survival and success is being adaptable and being able to learn. It's like you got to be open-minded and you got to be able to learn. Having like a rigid, closed mindset is actually going to kill you. It's actually going to kill you in this day and age. Right. And so like it's good. That's why conversation is good. Keep it alive if you can and try to have conversations with people if you can because – that's where you make breakthroughs. It's like, I mean, I just learned shit from you right now. Like you just told me about those quotes and everything. Yeah. And it just reiterated um, things that I've thought of too, but it, it's even better that you hear that like greats have also thought of the same thing and it just makes, makes you more sure that you're on the right track. Right. And um, yeah, so it's like, this is just uh a good thing. And if you guys like the kind of stuff that we talk about, then you're welcome to join in too. Or you're welcome to just listen. And this is cool. It's like the future. You just, you're doing your laundry or whatever. You just turn on this little podcast and <laughs> you get to, to listen in yeah. on some new different perspectives and um, just shit like that. But yeah, I was talking, I was going to bring up the pain and pleasure thing. We well, yeah, can probably... Yeah, uh, I just wanted to bring this up as, like, to give them something, because we, we kind of didn't really uh, give them too much on this one. But, like, uh, I just wanted to say that if you're in a – if uh, pain and pleasure is a weird dynamic because you actually need struggle, a little bit of struggle or what I call resistance to experience any kind of pleasure or joy. Otherwise, what ends up happening, and I'm sure most people will kind of intuitively un understand this naturally, but um, I think it's something that you'll benefit from if you remember this at all times, because you're going to be hit with things in life that give you discomfort, and you don't have really control over that. A lot of times, like if somebody... Uh, dies uh in your family or something you don't have any control over that and you're gonna have to go through a dark night of the soul or let's say your house gets wiped out by a hurricane or something like that and you're in it you're in some shit and a lot of people what they'll do is they'll say like why me like why the fuck is this happening to me like this is bullshit and um it's actually a blessing in disguise that's what a lot of people don't know or a lot of people just I don't, they don't recognize it when it's happening, but it's actually a blessing in disguise. I'll tell you why. When you're always having pleasure, eventually what happens is that there's no distinction between 
pain and pleasure. So pleasure then becomes the norm. And once pleasure becomes the norm, it's no longer pleasure. It's just the norm. So in order to feel pleasure, the amount, you have to increase the amount of stimulus to give you pleasure so high that it's like at a ridiculous level, even just to feel a small amount of pleasure. And, and okay, like, I'll give you an example. Like, I went through a few months where I was like unemployed, but I still was getting unemployment. So it's like I had money and I was able to have a lot of free time and just do a bunch of shit that I wanted to. And, and it was cool for like the first month or so because I was able to do whatever I wanted. But I, it started to plateau after a while. And um, I noticed that after that month, I just wasn't enjoying life anymore. I wasn't enjoying life. It was weird. And I, and I, and I was like, I had to like smoke a bunch of weed. I already was smoking a bunch of weed, but I had to like the amount of it that I had to to put in my body to like get the same feeling and the same um, level of, of joy from it was like ridiculous. But once I started working, it was weird because my levels evened out again. It was like, whoa, like now it's like little things just make me so happy because you got to build up. It's almost like a, a, a slingshot, you know, it's like a, or a bow and arrow, a bow and arrow. You actually have to like to um, build up momentum in one direction to have momentum in another direction. I hope I said that right. But like, um, it's just the pain and pleasure dynamic, but it's common. It's so simple. And I think a lot of people do understand it, but I think it's something it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget. The mind is weird. It moves. The mind moves to different places. And when it moves somewhere else, you may, you may have forgotten the perspectives you had previously. And so it's, certain things are worth always reminding yourself about. So if you get hit with some bullshit, let's say you get hit with debt, like bills. Like, let's say, like, fuck. You're just like, God damn it. Why? Like, you know, like when you get like fucking forgot about that shit. Now I have to pay all this money to this. I owe that. And you're just like, God damn it. Like I'm in this, this, uh, this, this situation. I don't want to be in and my life sucks, but really your life doesn't suck. It's actually, that is life. And it's good that you have those fucking struggles because you can think of it like this. You're saving, you're getting credit. You're getting pleasure credits. You're getting pleasure credits. You really are. Because once you, yeah, and it works. It's like once you, so that's how you got to think of it. Is that like, um, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad that you're, that you're going through a bunch of bullshit. Because you're, even though that you're going through bullshit, you're making all these sacrifices to, to, to solve the problem. You're still building up an enormous amount of, of pleasure credit so that when you finally fix that situation, when you finally get out, boy, you're going to feel good. You're going to have all this, you're going to have all this extra credit that you can, that you'll spend, your brain will spend on feeling good. And, um, so I wanted to just like, as a little nugget of gold to remind people out there, 
um, if you're hit with something today or tomorrow or yesterday that sort of pissed you off, maybe your job scheduled you way more hours than you wanted or maybe um, you got hit with bills or maybe something happened to you that was traumatic like a death in the family or something like that or you broke up, you, got, you went through a divorce or a breakup with like a, a person or something like that. This is the theater of life. Like it's your life. Your life is a movie. And this is the theater and the drama that has to happen. It's like you wouldn't want to watch a movie where the character just like doesn't have challenges or doesn't have conflict. Actually, in story writing, the, the key ingredient to a good story when you're making a story and writing a story is conflict. It's like you always got to have, and not just the main conflict in not just the main conflict in the plot, but a consistent conflict in even the smaller situations. Like Lord of the Rings, that's a weird example, but um, the conflict in that was that they got to get the ring to, um, I forgot where the fuck, where do they have to bring the ring? The volcano, Mordor. Yeah, exactly. And who has to bring the ring there? Fucking Frodo. Frodo, like the weakest guy out of them all. Like, you see, that's a conflict within a conflict. It's like, and that's how the authors make a good story, is that they keep on piling up conflicts after conflicts. And when the, the heroes, when the heroes finally break through successfully, they, they pass through all the tests and challenges that have been put before them, they succeed and you have a happy ending, that's a story. That's a story. It, it has to have the components of conflict, challenges, and adversity. So, so that's how you got to think of things. Is like If you're struggling, be happy that you have something to struggle about because the worst thing that could actually happen is that you inherit a bunch of money and you just don't really ever have problems it's boring it's like um you will you will not enjoy like i mean i've seen that happen to people that have inherited lots of money they don't know what to do after a while because they've done everything and yeah that's just it's not interesting so um yeah that's what i gotta say about that the pain and pleasure dynamic just think about that as as equal equal opposites that you, that you need to have in life. And um, I think that's good to know, too, because it, it allows you to make sacrifices when um, you don't feel like making sacrifices. Go ahead and make those sacrifices and just know why you're doing it, because you're building up credit. You have to build up credit. It's like if you keep spending and spending and spending money out of your bank account, you're eventually not going to have any left. You always have to replenish with income. Otherwise, you're going to run out of money. So it's the same exact shit. You can't keep spending your, your pleasure credits without refilling it with struggle in, in some way, shape, or form. That's why I almost feel like um, the human body is actually designed for struggle. It's like uh, you have arms and legs and all these things because you're supposed to be challenged by the environment in order to survive. It's like if you have to set traps and hunt for food, you're given this body so that you could take on the challenges of the environment. You could climb up a rock, 
climb up a hill, climb up a tree, and then jump down and, and, and kill an animal, and now you can eat. So that meal is that much more rewarding because you had to spend half the day using your brain, using your, your intelligence, using your body to overcome the challenges of the environment. And that's life. That's what makes life survive. So you got like positive and negative, and then in between flows the energy. And that's what keeps, but if you remove one of those poles, the shit doesn't exist anymore, you know? So, um, yeah, that's, that's, you know. I was just gonna say, you know, back to the conversation topic. A lot of conversations I have with people is mostly talking shit about other people. I mean, it's kind of funny, but then um, you realize that some people are kind of nervous, anxious, or weird about stepping into <clears throat> some stuff in their life that they have to look at other people's lives and be kind of jealous or envious or hate on them. <clears throat> When really they're just kind of afraid to live out their own stories of their own lives, you know. I like totally. You, I like how you brought up the storyline thing because everybody has their own story and everyone has to live it out. Um, and people want to just put it on pause and try to like chill on it, but you yeah, can't. You, you just gotta keep it moving. Yeah, because yeah, that's totally true. You have to keep it moving, and you gotta remember because like it doesn't feel like time is is finite, you know. Yeah. It doesn't feel like time is finite, and it pisses me off that it, it, it is not that it is finite. But it's true. You don't have like that much time to really like waste, and it's so it's like um, you gotta just you're wasting time if you just like if you're just talking shit about someone else, because it, it may give you a momentary like feeling of, of superiority if you're doing it, but you're just actually fooling yourself. So uh, we're all guilty. I'm probably the guiltiest, but I realize I mean, we all do it. I mean, it's happened. It's human nature. It's just like, it's just, it's not, a, everybody's flawed. It's like, I say all this shit, but it's like, I'm guilty too. It's not even like, uh, we're all trying to get there. It's, it's not something that um, you're just born like that way, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I definitely agree with that. And, um, yeah, the only, I guess the only last thing I got to say is um, embrace, em, embrace the grind. Embrace the grind, whatever grind you have. Feel good about it. Tell yourself, I fucking love this life. That's what I, I mean, that's what I, like, because, um, like, I have days, like, where I don't want to, um, I've had, like, you know, I hit patches, too, like, where um, I fall off of, like, my workouts and shit like that. And, like, so the way I, I remind myself is, like, if I go out and do the road work part, like, running, and it starts hurting and like everything's like hurting because I haven't like done it in a long time. I just keep telling myself like, dude, I fucking love this life. <laughs> it's like, like I fucking love this life. And it, and it, and it works, man. It, Cause it's true. It's like, you wouldn't want it the opposite. Your mind plays tricks on you. You think you would like it the opposite. It seems like, oh, I just wish I had it easy, but you actually don't. 
if you've ever been in that situation and, you, and you've been able to judge the two, I'm telling you, man, struggle and, 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 and grinding and, and just having problems that you got to solve and shit, it's a good thing. And just so just remember, dude, just tell yourself, like, I fucking love this life. I want more. Like, give it, bring it to me. Give it. Like, I can take it. And um, it's the truth. It's the God honest truth. Yeah. Just tell you, you know, remind yourself, I fucking love this life. And you should, because that's what living is. This is life. This is the theater of, of planet Earth that we're all living on. That's why, like, when you hear stories, it's like, you don't want to hear... When you listen to people, it's like, you don't want to hear, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, um, my, my parents were millionaires. And um, so, yeah, I, I inherited the family business. And, yeah, here I am. It's, like, not a very good story. It's like, you want to hear, like, dude, you know what? Um, my parents, my mom was a prostitute. And my dad, he was, he was gone. And um, I was raised in a brothel. And so... I didn't go to school. I didn't have any education. But, and, and, and now this guy's got like his own company or, or something. Those are the stories that you want to hear. You know, the, the, that's what makes a good story. So remember that shit. You got to have these narratives too. Some people don't have any narrative. And I, I'm just surprised. Like, how do you friggin' do it? How do you like, uh, maybe they can. I'm just saying, like, I don't get it. Like, um, some people don't have like a narrative in their lives and when when they get hit with 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 problems and stuff they don't look at it like a movie they don't look at it like a movie or a story and um i just thought that's like you're at a disadvantage if you don't have that interest in storytelling and that's what it goes all goes it all goes back to conversation and being open-minded and, and being interested in in things just being interested in general just being a curious fucking person is like a huge it's underrated because it's one of those things like it's just invisible almost because we always notice what's visible people who are like visibly smart people who are visibly gifted and shit but like just having curiosity is actually a major advantage just wanting to ask questions or, or find out how things work and those are people that uh that have interesting conversations and so um yeah you gotta make you gotta uh, have a narrative about life if you if you um if you want to be at your best and you want to shine at your best in your worst situations it's like if you want to shine the best in your darkest moments then you gotta have a narrative right and so just think of it like that, that you're born and you die, and in between you have this saga, you got this story, which is like your life, and embrace the grind. Like all the, all the problems or things that you have, like you got handicaps, or you have things that are, um, that are uh, handicaps, those are good things. Those are good things to have, because that's going to give you some work, and that's going to give you your unique story it's what makes you unique it's what makes you who you are as a person and it's what makes you an interesting story to listen to so here at middle age we're both at middle age um it's good to it's good to to know about these things and to embrace these things otherwise you're going to fall apart you don't want to fall apart <laughs> 
Trust me. That's the worst thing that can happen. Do not fall apart. Whoever you are, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I have to, um, somebody can hear this, is that if you're if you fall apart, it's like panicking when there's when there's a fire and you're gonna burn. So the best way to not fall apart is to just have this wisdom of pain and pleasure, of struggle and joy, that this is the, the theater of life. This is what makes drama. This is drama. And that's why I remember we talked about boxing, why we like fucking boxing over um, other sports, because you won't find this, you don't find drama in other sports. It's all games. Boxing, it's like, it's, it's an entire friggin' theater of, of drama, like boxing, you know? So, um, check out the uh, all-access HBO special called At Last. It's the, the Pacquiao versus Mayweather HBO documentary, free to watch on YouTube if you don't have HBO. I'm putting it out there. Just came, just came out. Yeah, and um, if, you, if you've been following the, the drama of uh, Pacquiao Mayweather over the last six years, it's it's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen, and it, it, it goes into it goes into their their struggles and what they've had to overcome as fighters. And um, I thought it was a beautiful documentary. <laughs> really, like at the at the end, I was just like, "Fuck HBO!" I would like that was a fucking really good documentary. So. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I got to say for now. Um, that's very that's good. Good yeah. conversation. Yeah, good conversation, and and uh, we're gonna keep on ramping up. We always say that, but like, um, it's all good, dude. It's just how it is. It's fucking YouTube. So like, check in whenever you feel like it. You know, it's a mystery basket. You know, maybe there'll be one, maybe not. But it's just um, hope you guys got something out of it. I did. Thank Sick. You. Thanks for coming through, Jamie. Dude, anytime. I always enjoy hanging out and we're using the technology to adjust and adapt. See, like, that's like what we're talking about. It's like we can't have conversations at the bar, so we're going to have them. We're going to have them here. And it's actually better because there's less distractions. So we can really delve deeper into the to the meat and get to the heart of the beast. I agree. Me. Yeah. All right, guys. Whoever's listening, whoever's there. See you next time. All right, sick. I'll, I'll catch you guys later.